Hello. Hello, Hannah. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm fantastic. You're fantastic. Long time not here. Yeah. Long time not here. Sorry. That's, I mean, it's always no, no. my fault. <laughs> no, of course. It's always your fault. No, 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 just kidding. No, I've been busy, busy life, you know. Yes, I do. <laughs> like, yes, like, life is busy. Yep, especially now. Uh, we'll get yeah. into it. Um, so this okay. is the albums podcast where we get recommendations from people for albums that they love to listen to, start to finish, like the whole experience, not a playlist on Spotify mm-hmm. or anything like that, an actual yeah. album, and uh, and then we go away and listen to it and um, have a discussion like we would when we were kids when that new album came out. So hopefully it's something we haven't heard. Do you have an album like that? Yes. Uh, I have a couple actually. I, I like quite a lot of genres. So I have a couple of albums. So I had to really think about oh, well, which one am I going to put forward today. And I am going to, just because they're an Australian band, go with uh, Unit by Regurgitator. Okay, cool. Yes, released in 97, I believe, Um, year after I finished school, I think. Is that right? Yeah, so long ago. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I've got really really good memories of this. It was, uh, I don't know, I guess the first kind of really alternative stuff that I'd heard from an Australian band and, like, I had a lot of electronic stuff in it and, um, you know, I had a job and um, my first boyfriend and I loved this album and uh, just reminds me of that and going to the skate park and uh, and this album was like the, the, the backing for, for that moment of my life. So it was really cool. Yeah, so real total 90s alternative skater girl. Yes, alternative. Like Triple yeah, J, yeah. Big Days Out. Yeah, and I loved it. And I think there was like there at least two songs on that album were went really well, didn't they? Um, what was their uh, polyester girl? Oh, polyester definitely. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, huge. And um, yeah, huge. And everyday formula, I think, was the other one. Or songs formerly known as I'm not quite sure, but I, I mean, I think they're all pretty. Uh, those three were were quite celebrated when the album came out. Came out. So, yeah, I, I remember it being particularly huge, that album. Yes. Um, it's the one before the one that rec- – oh, hang on. Yeah, have to, I might have to edit second. it. <laughs> I'll fact check it. But no, it's- no, that was their second album. The first one was um, Two Plang. Yeah, yeah. Which, um, with Kung Fu Sin, which was amazing. And that's I, I really love that album, but I don't listen to every single song. Okay. So the second – yeah. But this was the second, I believe, and yeah. and yeah, I I do love every single song on this album. So, oh, that's great. We'll we'll get yeah. into that. Thank you very much. Lovely. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye. You like albums. We like albums, and it's the holiday season. That's American. We get it. It's it's summer in Australia, and this is albums. Hey, welcome to our. Christmas, New Year's special. That's right. We put another one out. Yeah, you, you haven't had one for like six months, and here's one it's for been you. A, it's been a long time between drinks, but here we are. Merry Festivus. Merry Festivus, Tim. Merry Festivus, Tom. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank. Yeah, you can have. 
Yeah, of don't recycle the wrapping. <laughs> and if you haven't worked it out by now, we've been listening to 1997's summer hit of the probably that decade. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, regurgitators unit. Woohoo! Right. Oh, the Gurge, the Gurge, the Gurge. Is there, is there anything more Australian than the Gurge in summer in 1990? It, it was everywhere, wasn't it? You know, they were on the radio. They were just completely infectious. They were, you just couldn't escape them no matter where you were. I yeah. It was such such a massive impact that they sort of had at that time in my life, especially like both of our lives. We yeah. were both thrashing the hell out of them. Oh, you, 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 there's nothing like them. There's been nothing like them since. And you just got to love them. Regurgitator, if you don't know, if you're not from Australia, because I don't know how widely they were received around the world. Indeed, it might just be our, our own special little thing, I uh, think. But I, uh, Actually, I'd be interested if there's anyone who wants to send me an email at albumspod at gmail.com. Just for my own. I'm not putting you on the air. I'm not even going to mention your name. I just want to know if you've heard of Regurgitator or this album unit anywhere other than Australia and the UK. Yeah, did they hit the worldwide stage? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know it charted in Oz and New Zealand. It got released in the UK. Yep. That's it, as far as I know. Yeah. And for a band that was so big here. So massive and so good and so what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't can't understand why, well, maybe, maybe they didn't. Really want to push it that far or record execs or something, one, sabotage the good. One of those sorts of bands that was ahead of its time and when it was its time, it was already too late. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just that marvellous flashpot in history and, and particularly music at, at that time in the industry, and especially Australian music as well. It was so unique. There were so many different artists. There was so much creativity and there was a lot going on. Amazing. Well, and it was so it diverse. Was, it was peak big day out. Oh, wasn't um, it? And which you may have heard us talk about the big day out on the podcast before. Just to recap, awesome music festival that no longer occurs, that toured all around Australia and was massive. And just had everyone. Big opportunity to see as many international acts as you possibly could and then a um, hundred bloody Australian bands that you've just grown up with or didn't appreciate until you got to see them live on stage. And then, my God. Yeah, and Regurgitator was smack bang in the middle of it. There was probably only a handful of Aussie bands bigger. Silverchair, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, there was just so much coming out. It's so hard to <laughs> it gauge. Was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was massive. So legends behind Regurgitator abound. One of them that I heard was like they played three gigs and got signed. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. On their third gig, an AR man went up to them and got signed. It, it, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> the band formed when three guys in other bands met on a bus and decided to do a side project. Yeah. Okay. And they had a hit with To Playing, their yep. first album. Yep. And then Unit comes out. Absolutely. Like they toured seven or eight times. They'd been on different tours and stuff, and then they went in to record Unit. Yeah. And the Aussie music scene at the time was very much festival-based. That's what they They were just jumping from one to the next, you know. And they slotted right in with yeah. guitar-based drums because that's what it all was. 100%. But Regurgitator, I don't know if it was the fact that it was always sort of a bit of a side project that they could always go a little left field. Well, they always were, right out of the box, you know. They were always just so bizarre and so unique, yet so fantastic. That's why they were such amazing festival uh, favourites, because they'd bring it in a, in a – they're a punk rock band, but just doing insane 
electronic crossovers mixed in with hardcore rap. I mean, oh, Quan yeah. is he's like literally got one of the best flows in rhythm and rhyme that I've ever bloody heard any rapper rip out there. You know, he's just impeccable. Yeah, no, he's very good. Yeah, in a punk band, in a in a punk band, yeah. and so they had some good success with two playing. Yep, and then they decided to go real large and take a big risk. A big, big risk, yeah. Yeah, uh, with their next album, Unit. Stop me when I fuck this up, Tim. Yep. They refurbished a warehouse, called it the Dirty Room in Brisbane, but it was pretty grungy and grimy. They were punishing themselves as artists yeah. to get that tortured artist <laughs> feel going on. And at the time, everything was guitar, bass and drums, and I think the story goes... Quan came in, Quan Yeoman's the guitarist and singer. You've got Ben Eli, who's the bass player and singer. And then at the time it was Martin Lee on drums. Yep. Quan came in and said, I've got this pop song. (laughs) (laughs) Ben looked at him and said, what? I've got this pop song. (laughs) (laughs) So you've got a picture of a three-piece band, not sort of too far out of the realm of Blink-182, come in and go, yeah, I think. I think we might try this pop song. And, yeah. it, and they played it and then it just became a it sort of became a challenge to strip it back and make it less guitars and more poppy. And the thing about Regurgitator is there's always this big sense of play. Yes. There's a there's a smart sensibility, there's a fun sensibility, and I wouldn't call it funny, like it's not comedy. They edge on the side of satire. Yep. But like they never cross over into it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's always sort of like from an outside perspective looking in at situations. and yeah. There's political stuff and there's feminist issues in the 90s. There's femi- feminist issues and there's environmental themes on the album and then just so much filth yep. and <laughs> like just crass <laughs> swear words and stuff. They just managed to mash it all. They, what, I don't know what it is about Regurgitator. I think it's that Ben and Quan really like playing with each other and sort of respect each other's sensibilities and, and are, always, are inspired by each other that make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Whilst coming from two almost completely polar opposite directions of music and, oh, yeah. and appreciation, you know. It was quite the departure from... Uh, two playing while while she was still like two playing as soon as that came out like Blubber Boy was the first song I ever heard. You and know that's got the c word in it. I know. Yeah, yeah. Snuck it in there, sneaky little buggers. They did that on Recovery. Did they really? Yeah. Oh no, they did Blubber Boy on Recovery. I was watching. Okay, sidebar. Um, <laughs> we have to sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching like a Recovery reunion. So it was Ben and Quan talking to Dylan. So if you don't know Recovery, oh. Was a TV show that yeah, was on for on about before. five years, was it? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it came on Saturday morning after all the music videos had played. Yep. What, between 8 and 12? Yeah, it was like three hours of power. Three hours of power. Yeah. And it was – so that's the kids' show slot. Yeah. Nobody told the bands. <laughs> no, they did no. not. It was like Top of the Pops in the UK, but on in the morning. With with, <laughs> with no sleep. With no sleep. For anyone. For anyone. <laughs> in <laughs> so, the studio bright and early. <laughs> Anything can and did happen. Yeah, that's right. We talked about Ben Lee getting done for swearing. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, last episode. But something about Regurgitator and the way they put their lyrics and, and squeeze things in, that they just got away with it every time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two songs off unit, Everyday Formula. Yep. Starts off with the song, with the lyric, Everyday I Shit Into The Sea. Hmm. That was yeah. That was on there. That was yeah. You know. On the radios, no dramas. Yeah. Oh no, no, not like nine eight thirty in the morning <laughs> oh, yeah, on yeah. recovery. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, they did a they did piss. I piss alone. <laughs> did 
They did I piss a song called I piss. We'll talk about it in a minute, but oh, they no. did a song called I piss alone on children's television in oh, the morning Australia. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, went out live and it, <laughs> like, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> we did. We all we, we loved all, it. We, we all did. It. it was a time. It was a place. Yeah. So. Let's hit the tracks, Tim. 100%. And by hit the tracks, it don't mean go and lie on the rail road and end it all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not, not during the festive season. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, hold on. Before we go much further, I've yep. got to talk about the awards. I can't believe that this album didn't go further international. Yeah. It won Aria Album of the Year, beating out Natalie and Brulia. Oh, that's no easy feat. Well, she won just about everything else. Pretty much. But also won Best Alternative Release of the Year. It won Best Cover Art. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you find Regurgitator's (laughs) album unit, it is a yellow dot in the middle of a grey background with Regurgitator unit written on it. That's it. I think it was because that yellow dot was clear. Ah. Like it was see-through and the, the unit was printed on the back of it. Oh, didn't pick yeah, up on that. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Still. Um, <laughs> Yellow circle, grey backdrop. But I have to mention this, producer of the year and engineer of the year, Magoo. Yes. Regurgitator and Magoo. Yeah. Uh, now, Magoo, can't remember his actual name. No, just Magoo. It's just Magoo. Yeah. He's responsible for a very particular Australian 90s sound. Yeah. Early 2000s sound. And listening intently to this album, it's It's incredible. He would have loved it too, because like there isn't a song that sounds the same as the song before it. No, I think album, he's a little know? eccentric. He got a chance to just pull out all the tricks. Yeah. Oh, and try some crazy stuff because they, they <sighs> while they've got all the synth, lots of synths on this album, it's not the technology we've got today where you can do it in your bedroom. No, they, they had to do studio tricks to get some of the effects they used on the album. But like you know, Operator Please, that yep. song about ping pong. Yeah. And like a couple of Midnight Oil songs, and I put it all together, and it's like, oh yeah, that's. That's that sound. Yeah. Unbelievable. And apparently, still going today, still doing indie acts. Yeah, right. If you can get hold of him, get him and mix his stuff. Uh, there was an article on ABC Online about how it was risky at the time, but it still holds up. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, that's what I think. Well, it was a funny thing, wasn't it? You know, because like two playing blew up the way it did to a certain extent, and they, they were sort of known for that. And like when this album came out, it was a huge departure right off it. I mean, like, But it was you know, still a huge hit. It was still a huge hit, but for. for well, not, not other reasons, for reasons that, that we love Regurgitator for, because you don't know what you're going to get. I must admit, when I first heard it, very, very first time I ever heard it, I was kind of like, oh, man, I like your old stuff better than your new, <laughs> new stuff, stuff, you know? Um, <laughs> Which but- is perfect segue into <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I sort of had that. I, I knew what Regurgitator were like. And then this came out and I was like, crikey, this is taking us on a trip. But then you get through it and I was like, Whoa, that took us on a trip. Yeah. That was amazing. And I think one of the reasons they went for the pop departure, sort of, was I I don't think Quan was ever comfortable. He's just not comfortable, often not comfortable in crowds and stuff anyway. Yeah. And I don't think he was overly comfortable with the the punk label. Yeah. He mentioned going on tour with Helmet and stuff and he was often just scared. Yeah, well, that would be so bizarre for someone like Quan to be thrust into an environment like that that is not him. No, at all. No, no. And um, he, he once quoted as saying, oh, thank God Grinspoon came along. Like, <laughs> so they to, could do all the Australian tours? Yeah, so they could <laughs> – well, so they could take that bogan element. There was totally. a bogan element coming to a lot of their shows because yep. they were guitar and they were thrashy and they were screaming a lot. But maybe some of that bogan element wasn't listening or interested in the lyrics or what they were about. Yeah, they yeah. They were just having fun. Exactly. 
just fine. He can do that if you're a bogan. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but it wasn't the direction Quan sort of saw himself going. And it seems like Ben was at least in agreement or happy to follow along. They tried this. Yeah. And holy dooly, it works. And it doesn't adjust. It, it, I reckon it's better now than it was then. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple couple on the on the album that maybe don't quite hit the mark. Yeah, for sure. But not. It's so short. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that awesome segue that we sort of interrupted. I like your old stuff better than your new stuff. Absolutely. Uh, this was written by Ben. I think it was a direct sort of like you know we're going to head them off at the pass. A hundred percent. Yeah, we're going to beat you to the beat you to the punch on this one. And that's exactly right. And it, it really does sort of set up the flavor for the whole album. Because they did go so, not even left to feel, because Regurgitator were a bit different, but they really got to embellish and really got to sort of get into their personalities and alter egos and everything like that and tell their story in the only way that they can do it. They were so conscious of them being a rock band and then switching to pop that they released their first single was Everyday Formula, yep. which was more rocky. Absolutely. So it was sort of, but it has some pop elements, so it was like to ease people into accepting this album, hopefully, please. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then? Uh, but uh, And then calling it out with track number one, I like your old stuff better than your new stuff. It is just electronica pop. Like there's hardly any guitars, hardly any drums in there yep. at all. It's got that. It's got that synth voice. <laughs> yep. Which, it, until I actually delved into this album, I had no bloody idea what he said in the verses. Oh, I had to actually find them out. Most of the most of the album's like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. You've got to press the little, if you've got you got the Apple lyrics phone, link. You get the little lyrics link and see what's going on. But it's well worth doing. Absolutely, yeah. No. You, you see actually how smart it is. Yep. It, it, the, the, the lyrics are often clever. The production is second to none. Yep. As far as I'm concerned. There's, there's little bits going on here, there, and everywhere that just elevate all the simple and accessible parts. Yep, absolutely. Um, and then to, to do this in 1997 the way they did, really cool. And it's not just pop punk electronica. No, it's, it's, it's all the food groups. There's so much going on here. It's insane. And then following on is Everyday Formula, which is a, a banger of a song. Absolute cracker, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the riff is insane. It, like, it, it's just balls to the wall straight away as soon as it's like, down and down, right into it. When they go, when they do go rock on this album, oh, they, it is so driving. It's, it's brutal, yeah. 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 It really So just, powerful. It's just like, oh, where's that come from? And they don't, nothing overstays its welcome. It's there. It's like, yes, and it's gone. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. Okay, where yeah. are we to next? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that might come back. It might not. <laughs> That's all right. I'll enjoy this as well. Yeah, no, as a, uh, those two songs are just such a great a setup for yeah. what's coming because yeah. you just don't know. Actually, the first four songs are the, fir- are the four singles. So you, then it goes into Song Formerly Known As, which is apparently a tribute to Prince. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of thought that's where they were headed to. It, it, it does, and whether it actually <laughs> pulls off as being a tribute to Prince, it's a good, really, really cool song. Yeah. We were talking about studio tricks they had to pull off. Yeah. They had to slow the tape down and Quan had to sing slower. Yeah, to, right. To get his voice pitched up. If you ever hear him speak. He's uh, no talk starting like this. Yeah, he's got a the, – he should be narrating audiobooks. He's uh, got a naturally deep voice. Yeah. For a very thin For a very man. thin, nerdy little guy, yeah, <laughs> totally. Have you ever met him? No, I, I never got the chance. No. Nah. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, he's got a very deep voice. Yeah. 
slowed the tape down, pitched it up, and you get, and then had to harmonise with that as well. Yeah. Slowed down and pitched. So it was just yeah, right, radical studio gymnastics to make this song happen. Yeah. It's my favourite video. Yeah. If you look on YouTube, you can see there's a comment from the guy who purportedly shot it. Yeah. Like he's like, I was on tour with these guys in Japan. This was shot on the street with them and their manager. And it was so and cool. It's so Japan in the 90s. Oh, it's so perfect, isn't it? It's a great video yeah. clip. To yeah. me, it's quintessential regurgitator. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If you. Mayhem say, everywhere yeah. and them sticking yeah. out just. Yeah. Deadpan doing their thing. Yep. It's sticking out. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's a really good video. Yeah. Highly recommend looking that up. Along with Black Bugs. Black Bugs. Which is the last of the well, it wasn't the last of the singles because the order they came out was different to the order on the album. But yep. Black Bugs would hold up today on a Twitch stream. So <laughs> playing a video game. Because it's about playing video it, games. It's exactly, yeah, yeah. Cheeky little video. Quan apparently Was it him that was yes. He yeah. animated yeah. this and the video for Polyester Girl. Oh yep. sorry, that was a single as well. So Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But that's further down the album. So back in nineteen ninety seven the, the graphics are about that good. <laughs> Lara Croft, but like worse. Better? Maybe better. Oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think that's far off. They're but it again it's clever and there's honest effort put into it. Well, it became a bit of an image for them at that time as well with these funky sort of computerized graphics and and um yeah, yeah. Um and and Happy Land that sort of followed on from them was yeah, kind yeah. of it was, a was all that. Yeah. They, they never had a uh, you never knew who it was. They were they were basically gorillas like Yeah, totally, yeah. yeah. And it was all these animated characters. The models aren't great. Yeah. They they were a bit blocky and stuff. Think Mario 64. Yeah. <laughs> But not quite as good. But the animation, like the mouths match when they and the drumming and everything matches and it works and it's actually still compelling to watch. Yeah, totally. It tells a bit of a story, both those videos, and I reckon I reckon they're awesome. Yeah. And part of that aesthetic that went with Regurgitator was like there's a lot of art involved. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, they were um they always had that, you know, they always had all aspects of it sort of under control. Or not, but trying for everything. 100%. And, and still, yeah, coming up with something new and different and like all these dodgy looking computer graphics whilst it being a little bit archaic, maybe not so much at the time, that it was still executed really, really well. executed really perfectly yeah. for it, you know? Yeah. Man, that was just to have so much stuff come out of one artistic point in time. They would have been like kids in a candy shop being able to do all of these sorts of things, but also the flow from their brains was just insane. You know, they had so many ideas going in so many different directions. The music was insane. The image of the band was insane. Their performances were unbelievable. Yeah, and uh, keeping a lid on it while under the pressure that they no doubt felt. This is their yep. second album. This yeah. is the difficult second the album. The follow-up. And it and it slaps. It's better than the first album. Like, yep. you know, oh, well, it sold better. Arguably, it's yep. better, but it, it definitely sold better than the first album. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so the first four tracks, I Like Your Old Stuff, Everyday Formula, Song Formerly Known As, and Black 
Bugs, get around those. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about what some a, of the – What a start. Some of, some of the less known tracks because, like, we all heard these songs. Yeah. There's another one of these things that if you were in Australia in the 90s, you knew these songs, end of story. They'd play one of each all day. All day. Yeah. They probably played the whole album, but <laughs> – Pretty much, yeah. Listening to it as an album yeah. is a unique experience. I didn't. I didn't own Unit. Did you? Uh no. I didn't. I didn't have a, a CD of it. No. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so listening to it as an album, it's a worthy album. It's not just a collection of singles yeah. that are all disjointed. They were trying lots of things, but it it all is regurgitator. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a funny thing. If it was a single based album, like you wouldn't think it was the same bloody band for most of the most of the thing. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> But somehow it sort of gels. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, then we go into World of Sleaze. Yeah. World of Sleaze. What a catchy chorus. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it now, but I'm going to play it here. Yep, that's that, World of Sleaze. That's how that works. <laughs> World of Sleaze. Yeah. So Britpop. It's a yeah. Britpop song. It is. It's a, That's what I mean. It's a sing-along. It's, it's an anthem, it's, but just of the wrong kind. <laughs> it, it could have been like on It could have been on a Blur album or an Oasis album. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So perfect. It's so, so good. Oh, one of the other things that uh, Ben was saying in that recovery thing that I watched was that they did this pop thing. And they were going to do different styles, but all the lyrics were going to be filthy and and subversive. And that is probably the quintessential thing that artists do. They they take what's known and twist it, which is, I think, one of the reasons this album works so well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, World of Sleaze. So good. (laughs) I bought um, Blur Best Of. It's like 20 songs. And this could have been slotted in somewhere in the first third. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you were curating a Brit pop playlist on Spotify, <laughs> put regurgitate a world of sleaze in there. Yeah, see if anyone notices. It'll go just fine. I reckon. It's so good. <laughs> I piss alone. We better get back to I piss alone. I love this track. <laughs> okay, why do you love I piss alone so much? Because when I finally read the lyrics and understood what the hell was going on, it's just such a marvelous song about someone's inability. To be comfortable around other people while trying to have a wee. Yeah, he wants to. He wants to get rid of the the urinals. Just wants and to wee he, by he himself. Just, he basically wants a female toilet where it's all cubicles. Absolutely. End scene. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's all you need to write a song. <laughs> Again, in that recovery, and it was like ten minutes, and it was the it was the best little recovery reunion. Yeah. Um, only made me love Dylan Lewis more. Oh, God. Because he was so earnest. He's like, I love you guys and yeah. I respect you guys. He's such so a fan. Good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Quan said, it's about the only song that I could listen to on the album. I don't know how tongue-in-cheek this was. It was just the truth at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, it's about being pee-shy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and nothing else. No. <laughs> Because his his stream is not strong, it doesn't make the sounds that the other boys sound make, and he's uh yeah he's he's left wanting and a bit ashamed, and you know I think that's something people can relate to. 
I don't believe that for a second. The guy's got the <laughs> deepest voice I've heard. He's, he's got something serious yeah. going on down there. He's got no drums. No, no, no. I think I think it's all in your head. Come yeah, yeah you'd be right, buddy. <laughs> just, just piss. Just, just piss. Just get out. Be, be free. Yeah, you're right. Set it free. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs their alone time, but you'll oh, be wait, this, uh, Look, that big, no. <laughs> it begs the question, are you sitting down every time? <laughs> if you're going in the cubicles, are you sitting down to pee? That's right. Well, if somebody sees you standing up and peeing in the cubicles. Well, they're just going to think you're antisocial. Well, if the if it's not full, like if the urinals aren't full. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed. That's a big faux pas. To go into the cubicle and leave the door open and stand up. No, that's just. If you just... go into the cubicle, downtown and sit. Yeah. But, Lest but anyone shut the... notice where your feet. Oh, yeah. Shut, shut the door. The door. Yeah. <laughs> Always shut the door. Always. Otherwise, that's some serious eye contact that you don't want to be involved in. <laughs> because <laughs> you never know when a robber's going to come in and check the bottom of the stalls to see if anyone's in. We've all seen the movies. Yeah. We know what's going on. Yeah, if yeah. somebody comes along and then they see your feet round the wrong way. That's right. And then they turn and look at the urinals and go, Hang guy, on a that second. That guy's pee shy. <laughs> Uh, but it, uh, you wouldn't know those leaks because they are just screamed at the top of his lung. I had no idea till I read it. It's this nice, soft little bit, mm-hmm. and then it just goes. Yeah. I did a reunion tour about five years ago yeah. of this album and played two playing and this. I wish I'd seen it. Oh, God. I wish I'd seen it. Yeah. I, I was tangentially aware that it happened and didn't go. Yeah. They played the entirety of their first and second album and, you know, had to put this song at the end. Because <laughs> <laughs> would, you would just blow your – you couldn't – Yeah, you couldn't sing another song after this one. No, 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 no. Yeah. I Piss Alone is both fun and uh, extreme. Yeah. It's got that doom synth. Just holding chords like a like a black metal, like Danny Filth, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cradle of Filth sort of thing over the top, and but it's still a pop. I wrote down psycho pop. I couldn't think of another way of describing it. Definitely psycho. Unit. Yes. Unit. Unit is a short <laughs> song. Thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> there are two redeeming features for Unit. Okay. The first one is it's the only song in the album that. All three band members have a writing credit on. <laughs> I always like it when they include the drummer. Oh, God, what did he contribute? To the rest of it? <laughs> Look, there's a reason he's not in the band anymore. <laughs> Things got sort of quite tense recording this because a lot of his ideas were just getting rejected and they kept replacing him with a drum machine for a lot of the stuff. Yeah, totally. To the point when they, they were touring this, he went to a nightclub in Perth mm. Then was just found comatose somewhere. The oh, next really? Morning, and nobody 
including him, remembers what happened after he spent had a stint in hospital. Whoa. Yeah. And uh, Powderfingers drummer filled in for him. Because okay. Was, yeah. But then when they recorded the, the follow-up to this art, he spent a bit of time refurbishing the dirty room, the studio. Yeah. And Quan was like, I don't want to record there. Yeah. And so he felt a bit shitty and then and, and then he didn't turn up to some recording sessions and didn't do some shows and then uh, wasn't in the band anymore. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the story of uh, Martin Lee. Yep. As far as Wikipedia is concerned, please don't fact check me, anyone. Um, but the other redeeming factor mm. that I think, and this is only in my head, mm. is, <laughs> is that unit sounds like a song that Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty might come up with in his disco. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Uh, the lyrics sound like it sounds like a Justin Roiland character singing the lyrics, <laughs> and they're really soft and echoey in the background. And then it's just this, it's a it's a synth poppy tune. And, yeah, and it's quite short. Yeah, and it'd be one you could skip, but you'd leave it playing, like whatever. <laughs> but it, it does. It sounds more. It's the most cartoonish thing on here. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's such a bizarre, bizarre trip of a song. Yeah, I don't even know if it's bizarre and trippy. I think um, I think they went. We're going to call the album Unit. Let's uh, write a song called Unit. Hey, man, <laughs> you're not doing much. Come on, man. You said you wanted to get in on this album. Oh, Hit us with your best geez, stuff. I hope that wasn't the story. I feel quite bad about that. Um, <laughs> Gold followed up by, and this is going to sound. Don't get me wrong here, because this is, in my opinion, one of the better songs on the album. Mm. I will lick your asshole. Yep. Man, it's so cool. It's a cracker, isn't it? Yeah, and it, it harkens back to two playing because it's the only one that has the Quan flow on it. Yeah. That patter that he's got it, is is all over this. It's amazing, yeah. There's a synthy bit and then it drops, and the drops are huge. Yep. The flow's good. still have to read the lyrics a bit. Like it's all, Everything's a little bit hidden with Regurgitator. Yeah. Is, which just means there's stuff to discover. Yep. And then there's a sample which starts off, <laughs> asshole. I will lick your You can just sit there and bliss out and not notice. Yeah, any of the filth. Absolutely, most of it. Most of it. Yeah, There's some a of it. You have to go. Oh, hang on, <laughs> crikey, <laughs> we're heading that way now, Quam, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like that song. Yeah, the drops in that just yeah. slap. Yeah, she's a, she's a tasty. It's not not heaps going on with the song, but it's just perfectly consistent for Quam to pepper it and and get his seasoning on there while he's rapping about. Being the the whateverist of whatever. Yeah, there's lots of similes. Yeah, you, you say. Yeah, I'm like this, I'm like this. I'm, I'm like, like that. that. I'm yeah. the yeah. That's basically his style. But then, uh, but it's it's I'm caring, fire. caring and nurturing as well. <laughs> I like it when you get Doctor Who reference in there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. 
gonna be able to slip that into. Yeah, it's pretty pretty Aussie. Like there's uh, a lot of a lot of references to just things that I've seen. We would have seen, like Doctor Who growing yep. up, and yep. um, the BBC, and which sounds like it's very British, but trust me, it's a pretty Aussie song, <laughs> very, um, very Australian. And then modern life. That's a straight up pop punk song. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yep, it's got the worst video ever. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen that one yet. Right. It's weird because it wasn't released as a single, but there's a video for it. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a student film. I'm pretty sure it was on the official yeah, okay. thing. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I wrote a synopsis. Oh, yeah, right. Seamstress gets a shitty paycheck on her way home, sees cool girls paying heaps for the fashion that she was presumably making in the sweaty shop, goes home to a toddler who has been in front of the TV all day in scene. Modern that's life. the whole video. One life, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's it. Uh, yeah. The song's better than the video. Yeah. Um, actually, the video spoiled the song for me now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hit of the album, I reckon, at the time. Yeah. For sure. Polyester Girl. Oh, it's funny, man. Like a, Being one of the, not the first track that I heard off this album, but being one of the main ones because it, it was everywhere. And it's, it's, I still hear it on the radio from time to time. Um, oh, I hated it so much. What? Oh, I did. I really did. But I was so. Did lo- you not see the film clip at no, the same I, time? I, I did. But like when I first heard it, like I, I loved it afterwards. But when I first heard it, I was going, "Oh man, what have you done, Regurgitator? What's going on?" It really. It, it, it. I was. I was. I hate to be. You were that guy. I was that guy. I hate to be that guy. But at the time, it was like, oh, and then you know, as you unpack it, you fall in love with it. But yeah, at the time, it really pissed me off. <laughs> So polyester girl is—it's a crack. It's an ode to a sex doll. Yep. Is that? Yeah, yeah. That's accurate. That's a hundred percent accurate. There, there can't be any misconceptions as to what he's I, singing about. Pro- I don't know if it was any deeper than that. I, well, he, he it, it sort of makes it sound like maybe it is. Well, it's a, it's maybe a, it's a comment on it's a love affection uh, for said love doll, and um, <laughs> you know. I was thinking it's more like you know commenting on plastic surgery and, and fakery and but it's not, is it? No, it really isn't. No, I don't. I don't think it's that just, deep. <laughs> I, it has the. It has a funny line that is genuinely funny. Took you for a ride up in my aeroplane. Yeah, but your body burst left an ugly stain. <laughs> uh, Had to send you your pieces, pieces back, back to, to the, the factory. factory. And the one line everyone sings: <laughs> "Took them several weeks to get you back to me." <laughs> <laughs> so pedestrian and weird. Oh, it's glorious. Polyester Girl, so shiny. It's got like BG falsetto vocals. Yeah. It's got a really... Yeah, it's the quirkiest pop. little moogie bloody yes. keyboard line going through it. There's like one drum break. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Which is definitely a drum Perfect. machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just really cool. And you could probably finish the album there, but they have added three more songs. Yep. That I'm going to go out on a limb here and say they're a little bit left to centre for this album. Yeah. As far as a unit goes. I still think they absolutely should be on here and it, and it works. But I don't know. It's like the last – after Polyester, Polyester Girl is so ingrained in my head. Yeah, yeah. You get to the last three songs and maybe you gloss over them a bit. 100%, yeah. I don't know if I've not heard them before, but like I had to really – Focus. I think it's because you're still going. 
Polyester girl. Yeah. 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 And then it goes straight into like one, two, three, four, which is the only one I can't find any lyrics. No. Yeah. I was looking for them too. Like, no idea. It's it's an enigma. It's mystery. Nobody knows. It's it's origins of story uh, shall be forever lost in the annals of rock and roll history. Like, you remember that band, John Spencer Blues Explosion? Yeah. And then they had a a side project called like Do Rag. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Anyway. It's just, it's just how dirty and abrasive and abrasive. Yeah. There's no distortion on the guitars, but there's heaps on the vocals. Yeah, yeah. I, wish, I want to know what it's about I know, now. Is I it? know. It's, it's so tantalizing because there's lyrics for everything else and then not this one song. Yeah, yeah. And then left turn into Mr. T. I wrote Psycho Funk. I don't know why I think everything's psychological with this <laughs> band, but I also wrote Wolf Mother down. Ah. Now, Wolf Mother didn't, weren't a band until like 2000 something. Yeah, it didn't exist. No. Yeah. Yeah, there's no. I feel like there's a it. double entendre yeah. there that I've missed. Yeah, totally. Or some secret, or like some street slang that I just not getting. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be relating back to something because it's got nothing to do with the lyrics of the song. Yeah, he's, yeah, there's no I pity the fool in it. <laughs> it's just a shame because I think it's an opportunity to ask. It'd be <laughs> yeah, great I think to he's missed it. sandwich that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, getting on no plane. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's none of that. Love your mom. Love your mom. <laughs> oh well, because it is. Uh, the lyrics are all about. Ladies being empowered. I guess so, yeah. I think. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ben. I, I may have messed all that up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the song. I think it's cool. Well, when I sort of tweaked that it was um, Wolf Mother before it was Wolf Mother. Yep. Wolf Mother went international. They were huge. They were. Yeah. Yeah, Australia's biggest export, man. They were huge. For like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the last song, which is so good. How good is it? They went all Beatles. Yeah, yeah. So it's just another beautiful story. Yeah, is Strawberry Fields hundred percent? It's just Strawberry Fields. Yeah, even got the womp, 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 womp. yeah, it's got the it's got the works in there. Yeah, he's got the horn section. Yep, yep. it's got the strings in the middle. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. like I'm not doing any of that justice. What's interesting about this, and this is the prime example of what Ben was saying about chucking in different lyrics in there, is that the lyrics are all quite scientific and skeptical. Yeah, whereas Strawberry Fields or Anything else that would go with this sound yeah. is about I took some drugs and I'm tripping balls. A hundred percent, yeah. He's just like, I'm I'm, I'm a brain a, in I'm the body. I'm a brain floating yeah. in the cosmos. <laughs> I'm a brain in the body and we're all insignificant, but I'm happy That's right. to hold your hand. Yeah. And shit, it works. It, it works so well. Absolutely. So whimsical. Yeah, I, I thought it was like a, quite a, a depressing kind of thing there to begin with, but like, you know, that it, it was just sort of, I'm just happy in this space and time, regardless of my position in the cosmos and everything else. You have yeah. to be. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, that's what you it, got. It's like a realism look at life yep. uh, wrapped in a little 
LSD dream. Yeah, of a song. That's a nice little one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've managed to go through the whole album. That's all of the all of the songs. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen tracks, and I reckon they. I reckon it's a good album. That's quite the lunchbox to unpack. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like we said, man, it goes in every direction. There's just there's not much that hasn't been touched upon. Look, and, if, you, uh, if you haven't heard it because you're from a different country, yeah, seek out Unit. Yep. By Regurgitator. It, Seek it, out Regurgitator. Well, yeah. Start basically. the beginning and work your way through. I think so. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Absolutely. Look, as recently as 2021, Rolling Stone had it at number 14 of a 200 albums greatest of all time. Australian. <laughs> really? Australian. Greatest Australian, yeah. Greatest Australian albums of all time. So if you've ever liked an Australian anything, yeah, this is a top 20 in that list. And com- uh, completely not what you'd expect. No, <laughs> if you think Australian, you don't necessarily think this. Actually, but I don't think it. I don't think it could have come from anywhere else. I don't think it, if this came from the states, it would be bizarre. It would be. I don't know. It's just. Oh, look, the closest thing maybe is like. <sighs> you you, you can't, can't do you it. Can't. You can't do it, America. It's you can't do I'm it. Sorry, this is strictly ours. You're too. You're too yeah. serious. Yeah, like, there's an Australian sensibility that runs through everything. You got to be able to take the piss out of yourself and everyone around you at the same time. Yeah, Jim Jim Jeffries could do it yeah. in America. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Imagine if, if he, Jim Jeffries was if a, he was a musician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just think that. But music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and We're, and a little less angry. Yeah. yeah. Jim oh. Jeffries can't do it. Anyway, no. um, <laughs> so it's time for best and worst. This is the last uh, of this series yep. of albums. I know it, it took a year and you got six episodes, but <laughs> may. That's one every two months. That's all right. And we've liked a lot of them, yeah. but we grew up with a lot of them because they've been 90s albums. Uh, Not by design. This is just. Just how it happened with the people I called because I literally call people randomly. Yeah, yeah, we sent this out into the cosmos, and this is what they brought back to yeah, us. Yep. So again, really hard to pick one that you would hate, and also on this album, hard to pick one that you would stick above all others. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like, think the four singles, <clears throat> are, 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 all radically different, but all equally awesome songs. It's it's almost like those first four tracks are literally one song, like it's one experience. It's so hard to pick my favorite of those first four songs. Well, you don't have to pick one of the first four songs, Tim. Yeah. If I had if I had a gun to your head, you have to pick a, a, a fave. Yeah, no, not no, well my favorite then is uh, the song formerly known as. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a ripper. The sound is immense. That bass synth coming through is just epic. <laughs> Um, so good. It's so good. Wah, 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 wah. And it it's nearly goes out of sync, but it it's all locked in really. Like it's And and just the the first time hearing that come through a set of PA speakers, <sighs> my God, it just it rumbled your sphincter. It was just it was it was <laughs> <laughs> it was just so amazingly epic and it was like your your ears would distort from the bass coming from it, you know, and it was just such an overpowering piece whilst being quite Oh, it was just just so epic and great little story as well. Yeah, but just a catchy as hell piece of music. I love the video. I, yep. I, the guy was saying, "Oh, it was very nineties, and I probably got a bit carried away with the, with the transitions." Hey, you know what? I think it holds up. I, I like your video, dude. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, it, when you say to me regurgitator, I think of um, track one yep. you know, video, uh, which was just them <laughs> being silly on a street. <laughs> and uh, this one. Yeah, them being silly on the street. Well, them standing still in Pac Japan. It's pretty silly. It's pretty silly. It's yeah. a funny, a silly thing to do is not to move with the crowd in Japan. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got to agree with you. Yeah, cracker. It's a it's a really good song. Yeah. Honorable mention, I think, at the moment to um, I will lick your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> just the drop, it slaps, but I can't give the whole song to it. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, song formerly known as. Yep. Right. Worst song. No, nah, I, I can live without unit, honestly. That song really shits me. <laughs> <laughs> you would skip it. Oh, I'd skip it, yeah, no, nah, <laughs> honestly. It's just annoying. I was going to say one, two, three, four. Yeah, true. But only because you can't sing along. Only because I don't know what it's about. Yeah, no. Well, and I think but now- there's, there's a mystery involved in there and it's just, it's up to us to, to yeah. track it down and yeah. figure it out. If you if you listen to unit, though, yeah. and in your head you're going, yeah, <laughs> get Swifty in here. <laughs> Shit on the floor. If you do that, yeah, no, I, it, it gets better. I've definitely gained a broader appreciation for the song. Having <laughs> put that analogy to it, <laughs> but I agree. Yeah. Unit, unit. It's not very often we agree on on yeah. both the best and the and the worst. No, you always pick one, and I go, oh man, he's bang on. That's also a cracking song. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but but no, um, yeah. unit. Yeah, I think it it kind of missed the mark. Yeah. Oh, does well, anything not, really miss the mark? No, nah, it's on not this? out of place on this album. Like it's it's another facet it's, of it. It's, like it's barely a song. It's a vignette. It's yeah. just a yeah. It's almost like if it wasn't. It's a joiner. It's if a, it was just at the end of I Piss Alone and they yeah. didn't separate the tracks. Yeah, actually, you'd have that, nothing to say. That would kind of work really well, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was albums. That was albums for 2022. That's the year we're in. I know we've got. Listeners in strange places, either that or it's just one person using a VPN. <laughs> Bouncing all over. Bouncing all but over anyway, we do appreciate your efforts, so thanks very much for that. Yeah, if you've, yeah. If you've discovered this podcast, we have no social media presence. Yeah. We have no ads. We have no commitments. You get them when you get them. Yeah. But, you know, the best way to do that is to hit subscribe and then every now and then we'll just pop up in your feed and you'll be like, oh. There's a new one from those those guys who talk about music like they think they know something. <laughs> They'd fumble their way through quite <laughs> adequately. Uh, but it's been a blast. I'm saying that like this is the last one, but it's definitely not. No, not at all. We'll be back next year all shiny and brighty. <clears throat> we're going to try and um, I'll make no promises again. No one's par me, but we're going to try and do a season in a, a more timely manner. Yes. I think six is still pretty good. We'll, we'll, we'll stop being so busy. <laughs> Oh, maybe we'll get there and record them in a block and release them Uh, so um, you can anticipate them at your end, dear listener. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. This Uh, is our festive gift we give to you. Yep. Yep. If we will go and get it done. Mary, whatever it is you're celebrating this time of year, and if it's just New Year's, put on Regurgitator Unit and get lit. Absolutely. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tom. Bye, Tom.